Hello, this is Coach Shaken Blake of the Fremont Mighty Tarzans, and um, this is Michael. Yeah, <laughs> Coach McVicker. Let's shoot. I'm gonna. Be, we're gonna resume that. That was really. <laughs> that was nasty. Okay. Hello, all. This is um, Coach Shaken Blake of the Mighty Freight uh, Mighty uh, Tarzans, and I am here with Coach. Um, Mick Vicker of the Inglewood uh, Ingle Bakers. Um, how are you doing today, Coach? Doing great. How are you? I'm not doing too bad. We will be covering the Quincy Styles group, um, which uh, is a very good group of a uh, very highly competitive group here. Um, we'll start at the top with the number one seed of the Lansing Blue Collar. Um, Lansing was uh, NGT la team last year, they were seventh seed and finished fourth in the final four. They had a very nice run. Um, they graduated the 14-16 class that had two starters of Quincy Styles, who's named after the group, and Albert Kelly. And they bring in the 12-2 class. What do you see of these guys, Michael? Ricker? Mm. Yeah. Um, so Lansing is, uh, pretty close to me. So I get to actually talk with, uh, S Whalen a lot, um, about this and definitely losing some rock, uh, players in his team. Quincy styles, obviously the, um, top scorer of the Lansing blue collar and Albert Kelly has been like a four year power forward center starter. He might've played some, small forward back when they had, Oh shoot. I forgot who it was, but they had a, a rock solid center for a while. Um, and has just been a beast down low. Um, so definitely missing, uh, those two players, but brings in a really good class of the 21 two. Mm -hmm. um, definitely, uh, looking at Anthony Fletcher might not be the top scorer of the three. He, he brought in two, six, nine and a six, eight guy. Um, so replacing, mm -hmm. you know, Albert Kelly really well, um, mm -hmm. in those, and I'm looking at Anthony Fletcher for that, um, maybe a, a little bit better of a scorer, um, but still similar on the blocks and steals, but, mm -hmm. um, both Colton Moten and Leonardo Payne um, are really solid players, both scoring, you know, plus 15 points uh, with over, you know, 57% true shot or more. Mm. Um, he's got a lot of versatility now. You would see, even though he didn't technically, you know, replace Quincy Styles as a, you know, small guard shooter, he does have, he's really deep, right? Like he still mm. has a lot on the bench that he could probably go to. Um, I, let me see what, what were some people like, I know Christian England has always been a good defensive player. Mm -hmm. um, a little shooting, uh, yeah. at least two shot wise. And same with uh, Keenan Johannesson. Right. For sure. Um, and so, but then he could, he could really just play a huge like team mm -hmm. and, and start both An Anthony Fletcher and then one of the two other, um, you know, Leonardo or Colton. Yeah. Uh, and then just split up the scoring a little bit. So still a very solid team, even though they lose their top score and don't necessarily replace it. It's just, I would see them being a more rounded team, uh, a lot more people con contributing or contributing to um, this, the points, but still a very, very effective team. And obviously weathered uh, the top uh, conference of 
uh, conference 15. So they always uh, come in battle ready, um, but solid team. We'll see where, if anybody steps up, but I, th- I think I see them coming in as more of a rounded team where the points come from a lot of different directions. Yeah, for sure. That's what I kind of see too. Um, I'd be re- I'm going to be really curious. I know Stefan Lewis was a really highly uh, sought after recruit um, and was looking really promising um, coming out of high school. Mm-hmm. He hasn't quite showed that in uh, his freshman year, but you know, sometimes that freshman year he's still getting his footing mm. um, and might start uh, popping off some points here. Um, yeah. So I wonder if moving to like a shooting guard position helps him. Yeah. I don't know, get out from underneath the big guys. Yeah, that's what I was curious. When you were talking about the big, like having that big squad, um, definitely could slide some guys around of, you mm-hmm. know, Anthony Fletcher slides it probably to center. Um, and then Hornberger maybe stays a power forward. And then mm-hmm. somebody, um, probably Moulton, would, since he's got some passing, slides in at small forward and uh, Stefan pops out to shooting guard potentially. Yeah. That's just my quick analysis of obviously not knowing much and not seeing the scrims. <laughs> so, um, yeah, very solid team. Um, normally pretty defensive heavy, and they definitely um, continue that trend. Uh, everybody they bring in um, has over a steal and a couple block and over a block. Mm-hmm. Um, Anthony Fletcher's got two. So, continuing that trend of um, very good basketball. Yeah. Also, also some three-point shooting, maybe potentially, um, mm-hmm. and limited limited shots. So, right. Uh, imagine he's testing some of this out in scrims. But mm-hmm. Very yeah. yeah, their schedule though is pretty interesting. They have so obviously uh, the group consists of you know Inglewood, us, Macon, uh, Wooster, and Lansing, and they're off. Uh, like group games are going to be against Ocala, Yuma, and St. Louis, who are all six ranked 66 or higher. Mm. Uh, so that's, I mean, we all know the PNTT very prestigious uh, tournament, but that's still, that's a rough schedule. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. For sure. But um, we'll move on to the uh, Wooster group, Italian Mafia. Um, they last year were made in the NTT. They were 11 seed and finished um, 39th. They graduate the 140-165 class. Um, they won't graduate any st- starters um, from last year, but three bench guys. Um, and they bring in the 14-26 class. So at least according to the mags, a better um, increase in talent-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you kind of see from these guys off the top here? Um, so Wooster, I know with Statwolf made a huge crash into the scene of league 31 back, uh, a couple of seasons ago. And then what was it? Season 27, I think where he just came in with three guys who were just popping off from three. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, 27, they were shooting 24, 25, three pointers a game, uh, making mm-hmm. a decent amount of them. And I remember, I don't remember if, did he win? The PNTT, if he didn't, I think he went really far. I think he won. I'm pretty sure. I think it was last year he won. Okay. Um, So obviously a really solid showing um, from this team for that. Um, What's so interesting is they went big, right? They, they're Mm -hmm. all three of their freshmen. I mean, they graduated uh, three bench players. 
Mm-hmm. They had three bench players, a six, 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 eight, six, four. Uh, and they brought in a six, eight, six, eight, six, ten. Uh, definitely looking at, you know, Charles Williams, six, eight, 20 points mm-hmm. per game, uh, from the power forward position, decent rebounds, not much else, but he's definitely a scorer that 20 points is on 59% true shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then brings in Jack Drake, which I didn't notice from last season, but a six ten center Damn. scoring 17 points on 59.6% true shot. Jack, Jack Drake up, moved up the up his stats as the year went on. Really? Oh, he <laughs> and I think amazing. he had some local preference. Mm. Um, so I know Ames was on him and was disappointed when he didn't come, come around. Yeah. He's really good. Really good. Solid mm. blocks, solid steals, solid hands, good boards, great scoring. Mm-hmm. And he's going to join Joaquin Erickson, who was like, the star player of their PNTT run where um, just a seven, two beast of a player. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I wonder if Jack Drake uh, slots in power forward, even I've seen six ten small forwards. Mm-hmm. Um, they return all of their starters from last year, but they bring in a really good class. So um, they have a lot of depth and a lot of um, options to go. Cause Alexander, um Jackson their sophomore 68 power forward good hands good blocks good steals but wasn't scoring anything yeah um, and so slotting in anyone either Jack Drake or Charles Williams is going to be a huge benefit uh, to this sure. team and actually freaking terrifies me um <laughs> just having that that much power down down low so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. great team yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, they're going to be a very large team. Um, most mm-hmm. likely, it would be my guess, as I think you're looking at me. They already last year were starting a six eight point guard, which is definitely oversized mm-hmm. um, oh, from yeah. our understanding. Uh, so that's already already a little menacing just to deal with. But I'm yeah, I'm not going to be surprised to see Alexander Jackson get moved to the bench mm-hmm. um, for. Drake or or Charles Woodson uh, Williams, sorry, mm-hmm. and wouldn't be terribly shocked to see one of them sliding even at small forward. Um, I mean, uh, Michael um, UK uh, played very good from that position, shot pretty well, but he's bringing in two two guys that it's sixty percent true shot. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's hard to just sit on your bench if they're still putting up points. So. Right. Yeah, very good squad. Um, probably going to be a very large squad, mm-hmm. um, but very, very intriguing um, looking forward. Yeah, actually, now looking at it, I wouldn't be surprised if Michael Mooney then moves up to shooting guard and Jared Nunley um, gets moved. Um, he, maybe. Maybe. Doesn't have a ton of a – doesn't have a lot of passing ability. Sure. But, um, yeah, if he moved in J- Jack Drake – and everybody kind of up one, he'd have a very pass pass friendly squad and definitely have ability to score. So mm-hmm. yeah, very good team. Um, and just kind of got better. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's the uh, second team here. We'll move to the third team team that you obviously know very well is Englewood, uh, makers, clearly your team. Um, you last year were a PTT team uh, with a four seed and finished 15th. Got uh, unfortunately upset by Ames, who was the second place team. Um, so not a t- bad team to go out on. Um, he, you graduated the 1839 class. Um, 
and lose two very, uh, very good starters. Uh, Noah Brown, who carried a lot of the point load, um, primarily guess. the point load, you could say, <laughs> um, for the team, and Connor Neal, who was a very good defender. Um, you bring in, of course, then the one-one class. Mm-hmm. Um, so very very talented uh, squad. What do you kind of see right now from your squad? Yeah, um, so obviously going to miss uh, NB20, as Noah Brown is affectionately called. Uh, mm-hmm. Carried my team over the last two seasons. He was a beast. Leaves Inglewood uh, ranked number one uh, in points, in field goals, field goals attempted, three points made free throws, free throws attempted, and I think ranked seventh in steals. Um, really solid. And that was with me kind of underutilizing him uh, in his freshman and sophomore year when we had Blake Ramsey, uh, who mm-hmm. was just a, a really good all, all around player. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and obviously he led the league, not so not season 28, but 27 uh, in points with 33 points per game. So huge hole in our team when, Mm -hmm. when we saw that coming, uh, when we knew that we were graduating him. So, um, our solution to that was hopefully when we were recruiting was Jacob Hines, um, which was a four, four tie that we, uh, thankfully won because we really, Mm -hmm. really needed it. Um, and he's going to be paired with, uh, Branson Gilbert, who is actually a clear lead. The other one, two ties, uh, super lucky, a a four, four and a two, two, and the two, two tie is actually probably, not going to see a whole ton of points, um, or a whole ton of minutes. Um, but Branson Gilbert, the clear lead, both Branson Gilbert and Jacob Hines were solid players as freshmen or as seniors in high school. And I think personally, just from watching the scrims, them playing together has really unlocked them, Mm -hmm. um, to play at a level that, um, they couldn't do on their own. Um, I don't think either, like, I don't think Jacob is a, is a Noah Brown in terms of being able to carry the team by himself. If Branson Gilbert wasn't here, I don't, I don't think he has that skill, um, but is a fantastic player. Um, so we're super pumped about that. The obvious, uh, hole that Connor Neal leaves is, uh, a lot of height. So we're, we're down. We don't have, we have one single six, nine player. Everybody else is six, eight or less. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have a ton of, we don't have necessarily a short team. Um, we have a lot of six, six, um, six fives, uh, but we don't have a super tall team either. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll be putting our dice in Austin Horn, our six, eight uh, junior playing power forward to back up Jacob Sumi um in the center position and i think even though jacob hines isn't necessarily as much of a scoring presence as noah brown was uh we with austin horn getting back into a position that's better for him um Mm -hmm. and bringing in two solid branson and and hines branson gilbert and hines uh can both score a decent amount of points will um definitely help out a lot but yeah i mean just looking at our schedule i both Wooster and Lansing are just absolute monsters of teams. Um, I for sure do not think this will be a cakewalk. I am obviously hoping we win. I think that we have a good shot to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been running scrims, running a number of different lineups, and I think we're getting a, a, a good feel for the team. Um, but, oh, there's it's easily could go. It's easily a coin flip. Um, mm-hmm. I've not played Wooster 
uh, in a scrim. So I have no idea what they're going to be throwing at us. Um, so looking to, I'll definitely be scouting them um, before we play because I don't think we play them until. Oh no, never mind. Right off no, the bat, play them. I was going to just say that. I'm like, and we have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, uh, yeah, I, we'll we'll just have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping that their lack of a point guard will will hopefully take uh, advantage of that. But I mean, that's just such a huge team, and I'm. We'll, 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 we'll have to see. So, um, yeah, no, no, for sure. Yeah. Uh, you get, um, it's very fortunate that, uh, when you graduate a guy who like Noah Brown, that's scored basically over 30 points a game, mm-hmm. two years in a row. Um, and you bring in two guys that are 20 points per game on 63% true shot yeah. and 18 points per game on 54% true shot. So maybe a little bit worse, but you know, Right. Not ter- not nothing to bat your eye at too much when both right. of them can pass too. Right, both of them can pass, which was w- the one thing that Noah Brown could not do. Had a total of thirty two, I think, assists over his entire <laughs> high school uh, ta- entire college career. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just pull up on the logo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, logo logo Noah Brown. Just right. I keep walking. <laughs> yeah. So we're hoping that uh, basically, I'm I'm hoping Gilbert and Hines basically become the two splash brothers that's what mm-hmm. i'm hoping they become uh so scrims give uh some promise to it uh but they're gonna have to perform obviously in the real game so we'll see how that goes no for sure yeah no very talented squad very and uh filled filled holes and um definitely got better in numerous positions so mm-hmm. uh, we'll move it to the last group in here uh of the semicon macon Making, making, making uh, gorillas um, by Golf Team Thirty One. Um, last year, they were uh, in the PTT. They were a three seed. Um, had a very good run and or a very good regular season, um, but ended up forty seventh in the PTT. Um, they graduated the one thirty one seventieth, one ninety fifth. Um, they will graduate no seniors, uh, st- senior starters, uh, two backups, and an NA. And they bring in the 76-102. So talent-wise, at least by the Megs, should be better. Mm-hmm. Um, off the top, what do you get? What do you see here? Yeah, so obviously bringing in, um, bringing back their their full starting lineup, mm-hmm. um, which was a solid team. It's no, it's nobody that's like, holy cow, they're insane. I mean, Brian Reese is maybe that like quite the score. Yeah. 24 points, 60% true shot. Yep. Right. Honestly, no, that's, he is an amazing player. I'll just, yes. Yes. So cool. Um, doesn't have, uh, he really just didn't, doesn't have a big, right. That's, that's what he was missing. Caleb Mm -hmm. black, um, was a awful shot, um, decent hands, but not much of a defensive player Mm -hmm. and what he, that's what he was missing. And if you look at his, uh, what he got, Alexander Ro- Romero, 6'11", uh, center, can't really shoot, but bringing down 12 rebounds a game, mm-hmm. five to one turnover ratio with a steal and 3.3 blocks. Like, yes, they didn't, I, I feel like they, they found their missing piece mm-hmm. um, because they've got a point guard who can pass uh, and he can make free throws. That's what, what else can pass. Yeah. Um, and then you've got Brian, You've got Ethan Miller, who is definitely a, a, a really solid player um, in terms of bringing down rebo- rebounds and, and scoring. 
Um, and then you brought in your defensive rock uh, in Alexander Romero. So mm-hmm. um, I, you can't ignore these teams, even though that's like a, you know, 76, 102 class that, I mean, that's a really solid team um, mm-hmm. because they, they found them their missing piece. I, I wonder um, their, their shooting guard might be a, a week of a weaker of a spot, but if mm-hmm. you're missing one spot, you can still make a really good run, a really solid team, uh, especially yeah. when you're being backed up by someone like Brian Reese. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and you never know. Um, they also bring in Ian Roberts, who 19, uh, almost 19.6 sure. uh, points per game. Um, can't pass as well um, and plays okay defense from the stat-wise. Mm-hmm. Don't know what he was scouted or anything like that. 55% two-shot um, being probably – slightly undersized at small forward yeah. um so potentially he's a plug-in at small yeah. shooting yeah. guard and all of a sudden now you have three guys that can score extremely well pair them with uh william really good william passer, Lovell, who's right? an extremely good passer oh, and yeah. alexander romero who's gonna man that paint and pass well yeah. um this team could be a little bit dangerous uh, mm-hmm. especially with ethan miller taking uh this next step forward hopefully from his freshman mm-hmm. year um yeah um, very good squad, um, and they definitely filled the needs that they needed. Um, mm-hmm. Like you said, Caleb Black was kind of the eyesore. Um, sorry to say that to you, Caleb, <laughs> but um, I'll do you, you, you play, you pass well, and that's what they needed out of you. Uh, but it looks like Alex Romero is coming for your job. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, very good squad, um, and um, I, they definitely improved. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, I guess kind of looking at the group as a whole, um, what do you, how, what are your feelings here? Um, I, I would put, um, just looking at so Macon's got a, a pretty nice schedule, mm-hmm. um, with ha- only having to play Hot Springs, Pueblo, and Dearborn, mm-hmm. um, which based off of some scrims that I've run, I think. I mean, Hot Springs did bring in a really solid class, which actually one of my clear leads went to them. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> Pueblo is missing. So that should be a, a pretty straightforward win. Um, Dearborn's got a, a solid recruiting class, but um, I think they're really trying to figure out that lineup. Um, so I think, I mean, Macon can make a run just because of that. Um, Lansing is always uh, a threat. You can never count out Lansing. Um mm-hmm one of the top programs in the league um, and just brought in a really solid class uh, with a lot of versatility. Um, and then Wooser, I, I wonder, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's a, I feel right now, I feel like I'm a small team going up against giants uh, <laughs> bias and say that I make it out of this group, but it's not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're going up against three teams who have just really, really solid big guys. And I'm not sure how well my six, nine, six, eight center and power four will be able to handle, but, um, we're hoping, uh, I would, I, if I were to be really, uh, just like Frank, I think, uh, it's a tie between Lansing and I, um, mm-hmm. we'll have to see how my freshman class really performs in in the you know in the lights mm-hmm. uh and no longer at the practice uh gyms and playing scrims so um 
Yeah. That's my thought. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, it's nice. Yeah. Um, Macon's got a really nice schedule. They have two easier games, um, which definitely should be winnable games. Um, they bring in a nice class. Um, I would agree. I think Lansing potentially is the top dog here. Um, as she kind of says, it's going to be um, somewhat dependent on, I'd love to see uh, St- Stephen Lewis kind of step in here and play, mm. play well. Um, but it's going to be a very large team. Uh, not sure how uh, Wooster is going to line his guys up. I think he improved mightily too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, based on the league, um, size uh, tends to be uh, important. Tends to be important. Um, mm-hmm. There's also a lot of outside shots from you guys, so um, you're definitely the outlier of yep. the teams. But <laughs> that doesn't necessarily mean uh, mean much, especially when you bring in the one one. So, yeah, it's a very very competitive uh, group here. Um, three um, kind of power um, three. Uh, three powerhouses and Macon getting um, significantly better. Um, so it's going to be a good fight, I think, across the group mm. as a whole. So, yeah. But, Sweet. Yeah. Um, I think that closes out our stills group here. And, um, yeah, thanks for all listening. And uh, we'll talk to you some other time. <laughs>